0: Welcome to Porter Wright's Antitrust Law Source. Good morning. This is Jay Levine, your uh, editor of Antitrust Law Source, and I am extremely pleased to be here with um, two of... Uh, uh, Ohio's experts in um, in the startup community um for I'm here with Fallon Donahue and with my partner Brett Thornton. Um, Fallon uh, I'll actually let you describe you you are the executive director of the uh Ohio uh I guess trade group that deals with um, with um, you know startups and uh and um, and emerging businesses but um, tell us a little bit about you know yourself, your group, and you know what it is that you guys um, um, seek to do.
1: Yeah, Venture Ohio is in its third year. Um, really, our our number one goal is to increase the amount of venture capital and angel capital being invested in Ohio startups. So first and foremost, that's that's what we're focused on. As a secondary goal, believing that venture capital is a contact sport, we also seek hmm. to increase the number of local funding resources in Ohio, so get more of those seed early and growth stage funds uh, either to relocate to Ohio or to inspire people to create new venture funds in Ohio. That's something that we've traditionally lacked as a state. But overall, to improve the entrepreneurial ecosystem in Ohio and can ensure that it continues to thrive and grow.
0: Mm-hmm. How long have you been sort of part of the entrepreneurial ecosystem?
1: Uh, myself, quite quite a long time. Through Venture Ohio, about a year and a half. So I came uh-huh. on board uh, about a year and a half ago as uh, we are continuing to grow the, the organization every day.
0: Were there, were there a lot of sort of venture capital or investment funds in Ohio that were investing outside that you're kind of seeking to redirect their investment in the state?
1: You know, it's not so much that. It's that the venture capital funds just couldn't raise those second, third funds. You know, we have a lot of strong support from the state of Ohio. A lot of the foundations in Ohio were, were making those investments maybe, you know, 10, 12 years ago. And then as 2008 affected everyone, but venture capital in Ohio took a bit of a hit then as well, and investments didn't go the way that they'd hoped, and it was just a little bit more difficult to get a fund off of the ground. We had a fund of funds that was bond-backed in Ohio called the Ohio Capital Fund. And they were usually that first money in for these uh, venture capital funds. And once mm-hmm. that fund uh, ran out of capital and they were no longer making those investments, a lot of the venture funds in Ohio took a little bit of a hit there. Uh, that was, you know, not only their first capital in, but, you know, the, the capital itself made a, a tremendous impact, but having that boost of confidence from the Ohio capital fund allowed the VCs to, you know, more easily raise a fund through corporations, family foundations, offices, etc. Uh, at the same time, um, the uh, venture capital funds were no longer to receive investment from banks unless they were SBIC credited because of a side effect of Dodd Frank. So in Ohio, mm-hmm. the banks and the Ohio capital funds were the primary investors in those funds. And when those two entities were no longer making investments, our VCs took a little bit of a hit. So uh, we've been trying to build from there and and seeking alternative ways to continue to get uh, institutional investors in Ohio and outside of Ohio excited about investing in VC and to encourage venture capitalists from across the country, across the world, to take a look at Ohio startups. There's fantastic things happening here. Uh, We just need to get more eyes on them.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I have a couple more questions, but now let me also introduce um, Brett Thornton, who is a partner in, in Porter Wright's Columbus office. And, Um, Brett, why don't you sort of tell us kind of your experience with startups?
2: Sure. Jay, I do a lot of work um, with with startups. As you know, the firm is committed um, to providing services to startups um, in in connection with programs that make it affordable and make um, important legal services available to startups uh, so that they're not overburdened with expenses, um, but also um, that they're – able to address important legal issues that you really need to hit at the beginning of a company's uh, existence. Issues associated with capitalization, um, proper governance, really important issues um, associated with protecting intellectual property that the company will will need to lock down and and will need to protect to ensure uh, that that oftentimes what are its most important assets are are protected and, and available to help the company grow. Um, we've done that for years. I've been involved with these types of companies for years. And I'll, I'll reiterate um, and cover some of the same ground um, that Fallon went over. Um, but we've made this commitment because we think there's a great opportunity here and that there's there's a, a lot of um, positive momentum in Ohio. There's great talent here. We have great universities throughout the state and in the Columbus area that um, produce Graduates that create technology that work with technology that that have the skill sets to 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 grow businesses and to commercialize this technology and in Ohio and I, I speak mainly about Columbus because that's what I'm most familiar with but this is a great place to live it has all the features of a city uh, that these types of persons coming out of these institutions w- would want um, we're creating great IP at these institutions that we can commercialize here um, we have great resources we have great Law firms and, and banking expertise. We have, you know, people like Fallon on the on the capital side that can help all these companies um, grow. And we have a, a strong commitment right now from state government to to promoting um, these types of companies, these types of uh, businesses, and, and their growth. And so, you know, to balance point, what we need is that second level of funding. Um, I think is the piece that is really coming together and that we're most excited about because once that's there, I think. You'll have that funding um, commit to and invest in companies that will succeed, and that will create a lot of momentum and hopefully um, create a, a system that feeds itself, that, that capitalizes and moves forward and continues to grow.
0: Right. Well, obviously, success you know begets success, so um, that that makes perfect sense, and I can attest to the to the um, uh, sort of wonderful nature of Columbus. So, like most people, I you know. I sort of knew of Columbus only because of Ohio State, but uh, now having traveled there every couple of months, um, it really is a, a very wonderful city and, and a lot um, more cosmopolitan than I guess I would have imagined um, before I visited there. Uh, so, Fallon, you said basically, you know, the, the venture capital funds took a hit, and you know, now they're coming back. Um, um, how's that effort, you know, how's it going?
1: Really well. Um, you know, you can take a look at our venture report. It can be downloaded from the front page of VentureOhio.org. It's got a lot of really fantastic information in there. But uh, venture capital investments were up overall last year. The amount of available venture capital was up last year. And in 2016, we've identified uh, about a half a billion dollars that's already been raised in Ohio. Hmm. So for, for our state, that's fantastic. You know, we're we've got a lot of very positive momentum. People are – Uh, taking a flight here and and taking a look at all the fantastic companies and talent that we have to offer, and, and, yeah, things are going great.
0: Yeah, and companies are moving in as well. Um, I guess, I mean, I know of a few foreign companies that have decided to kind of, when they planted the flag, planted their flag in Ohio because of some of the very same issues you and Brett have just identified, right?
1: Absolutely. We've got startups are relocating to Ohio from a two-person startup that that comes here for funding to – Amazon um, moved to Ohio. Klarna just opened up, our uh, yeah. first U.S. location in Ohio. So uh, both big and small. Just wanted right. to take a look at all the great things that we have to offer, both from a business climate, but as Brett had said earlier, the culture here is just fantastic. It's an inexpensive cost of living, an inexpensive cost to do business, and uh, great restaurants, food scene. It's just it's a ton of fun. There are really vibrant cities in Ohio.
2: Because I do a lot of international work and work with a lot of international companies and do those sorts of deals that, that we also see a lot of interest in Ohio, Ohio businesses, and Ohio projects and opportunity from international companies, international private equity. Um, I, I haven't seen it as much at the startup um, range, but I have seen a, a great deal of growth in the number of deals that have an international component. So I do think we're getting more on the map, maybe at a little higher level now um, with international investors, and hopefully, as they become more familiar um with Ohio and and as they succeed with the investments that they've made here at a little bit more established business level, they'll be more interested in investing in the uh, the, the venture stage companies and emerging businesses that we have here as well.
0: No, absolutely. Um,
2: So I'm
0: just curious if um, I'm sure, you know, it ranges from A to Z, but are, are there particular industries or particular types of entrepreneurial businesses that tend to thrive and gravitate to um, Ohio or different parts of Ohio.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I wonder. Regional, um, oh, sorry, go ahead, Brad.
2: Oh no, I was going to say, I was going to say, I wonder if if Fallon and I have a different experience with that because I think some of that <laughs> we're kind of connect to anecdote, right? Because it's it's sort of what what we've seen and what we've touched. Right. I think in Columbus we see a lot of um, technology-based businesses, and a lot of that comes out of Ohio State. And 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 I shouldn't just you know, link it only to Ohio State. There's other, you know, great institutions here like um, Battelle and, and others that are creating great technology. And I think healthcare is also a very strong um, sector for us. You have, you know, Ohio Health uh, Innovation Development Fund. You have the the, the Research Institute and Nationwide Children's Hospital. We have some great institutions here and sort of some anchor institutions here that are driving, I think, tech and healthcare related growth. And so that's a lot of what I've seen at this um, this Level at the venture and emerging business level, but technology of all kinds with all sorts of applications, you know, from, from, you know, welding to software to, to anything you can imagine. But, but really high tech and, and, and then healthcare is what I've seen a lot of. And I wonder, found if that's consistent with what you've seen or do you, you know, given that you have a more broad Ohio uh, approach with what, what you've seen here and here and elsewhere.
1: No, I agree completely, uh, especially with what you said about central Ohio. You know, in Cleveland, they have over 60 hospitals, including Cleveland Clinic, which is a world-famous, world-class hospital. Mm -hmm. You see a lot more medical devices up there, a lot more life sciences. In Cincinnati, you've got Procter & Gamble, which is the beast anchored down there, Kroger. (laughs) You see a lot more in the branding and and product space. But overall, you know, I'll I'll quote uh, Mark Kwame, the chairman of, of, of VO. He likes to say the Midwest. Uh there, Silicon Valley has the Internet, the Midwest or Ohio has the things. And so that's what we're seeing. You look at Goodyear, for example. You know, Akron was uh, – they founded Rubber in Akron. Now you've got Goodyear anchored up in Akron. They go from being a tire manufacturer to a tire sensor developer and tire sensor uh, distributor. So as, as the Internet of Things begins to kind of take over our world, you no longer need to be based in Silicon Valley to run a successful, scalable tech company. We're seeing a lot more of that here.
0: Yeah that's interesting. The other thing I've noticed and I'm I'm not sure maybe you guys know or is this happenstance um especially central ohio seems to have a fair number of uh cybersecurity related um technology companies um both you know pure cybersecurity defense firms as well as those you know uh, creating technologies to ward off and um attacks and things like that is 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 that your sense as well, that that, there seems to be a little bit of a magnet for that? And if so, is there a reason for it? I'm just curious.
1: It is. Uh, I, we definitely are seeing cybersecurity and healthcare tech as our two top emerging companies, as our two top emerging sectors. Uh, mm-hmm. why for cybersecurity? Uh, you know, I don't know. I think if there's a lot of Fortune 500 companies here, that's their primary concern, is keeping their information secure. We've got Patel here. We've got Cardinal Health here. Uh, you know, those are certainly two entities that are, are, are have classified information that they want to ensure is remain secure. And then healthcare IT, you know, have got companies like Crosschecks and Aver who relocated to Ohio to grow their business because Columbus is a, is a mega insurance hub. We've got nationwide right. anchored here up in Cleveland. We've got medical mutual. So uh, Ohio has traditionally been an insurance hub, and that's, that's attracting all sorts of different types. Of startups that will thrive in an environment like that, such as cybersecurity, such as healthcare IT. Yeah,
2: I, interesting. I, I agree. I, you know, and I've, I, again, I can only speak to my personal experience. And Jay is, you know, we we get so involved in the projects we have that they they tend to define <laughs> our 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 um, you know what what we believe is is out there. So, but but I, you know, I, I learn from these conversations as much as everyone. And it's interesting to hear Fallon that you agree and have, have seen similar things because I personally have worked with several. Um, cybersecurity, uh, encryption-type companies recently, and it looks like that is um, something that in central Ohio is emerging, that there's a lot of good tech here and a lot of talented people working on those types of projects. Another thing we've seen a lot here is data analytics. I don't know if yeah. you've seen that also, but we've seen a great deal, and I've personally worked with several um, companies that have really interesting product offerings and IP surrounding uh, data analytics, which is also becoming a hot market. I don't know, Fallon, are you seeing that also?
1: I definitely agree with that.
2: Yeah, I mean it's interesting. I, I've,
0: I'm, in fact, uh, if people go to our, our our blog, I've I've even had podcasts with uh, data analytics people who are based in in Columbus and the like, and, and cybersecurity folks there, and you know, um, even in in my own practice of law in terms of the consumer protection, um, when we need experts, I mean there are several um, that are located in Columbus, and again, you know. Um, I was just curious as to why, but all of that makes sense, and I know a e p is also a huge uh, you know sort of consumer of that type of um, uh technology as as you know as it must to protect their own grid and their own infrastructure um, so um, so all of that is uh is 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 interesting so i I guess the 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 upshot is that Ohio seems to be um, a good place to live have a wonderful ecosystem a wonderful kind of culture. But if I understand correctly in terms of capital and sort of having, you know, support and growth, they're, they're really like sort of two kinds of sources. There's kind of the private and then the government or quasi-government. And, and Fallon, you work with more of the private side of things? Is that correct?
1: I do. I, I meet with Jobs Ohio, Third Frontier, two fantastic, uh, Public institutions that have a great private-public partnership in Ohio, we work with them quite a bit. But for the most part, I work in the VC space. Yeah,
0: right. And, and but I Greta think what's
1: helped plant the seeds and make us find the success that we have is those private-public partnerships. We do a really great job of that, not only at a state level but a city level. A great example of this is the Smart Cities Challenge that Columbus just won. It's a 140 million dollar initiative that Columbus was selected for, they got down to, I think, seven finalists a month or two ago, and, you know, all the usual suspects were in there, like uh, San Francisco, and Columbus ended up winning. I mean, it's just another sign that Columbus and Ohio as a state is is certainly on the rise and building a lot of great momentum, but it was the private-public partnerships coming together that made that successful, and that's what we've seen on the venture space as well.
0: Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. Somebody, one of my international contacts five minutes before this call started um, actually emailed me about a company who who uh who it thinks would be uh perfect for that kind of smart city um, um, space because it's sort of exactly what they do and they're looking to move to uh plant their flag in america and uh you know we're sort of recommending that that you know flag be planted in Columbus for exactly that reason for all the reasons you just discussed so that was uh, kind of timely but the um, and, and i and i guess uh bright you work a, a fair amount with the with the public private the uh, the the rev 1s and the uh Columbus 2020s of the world
2: yeah we 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 do and the and the firm does and um i agree with them. there's a great um foundation a public foundation and both at the state and at least in Columbus. And again, that doesn't mean that the other cities don't have it, just I can only speak to Columbus at the city level. And and so what's happened is that they've collected groups and they've really brought in a lot of talented people that are doing the hard work to realize these goals of making this a place that's very uh, conducive to um, forming a business, commercializing technology. You know, we drive around the country and you see a lot of signs out there, and I won't name specific states, that say you're driving (laughs) through such and such states, Technology Corridor, the premier uh, entrepreneurial space in the country, well, you can't slap it on a sign and expect um, that people are going to flock to your area to start their business, and that's not what's happened in Ohio, and it's certainly not what's happened in, in Columbus. Columbus 2020, Rev. One, and I, those are just the two, I'll, it's, you name them, there's lots of others. There's a lot of groups of really talented people working really hard um, to both attract businesses here, to give them the support they need to grow and to understand and overcome the Problems, the the issues and and the difficulties that are going to exist in, in connection with a project like this, which is you know creating momentum, creating um, success for these companies in Ohio, and helping the success the success of these companies and of these funds that support these companies, both public and private, to gain momentum and to create a self sustaining uh, you know uh, atmosphere, a self sustaining what's the word you used earlier. Um, uh, environment right it's it's um it's ecosystem it, yeah ecosystem there it is right it's just it's <laughs> it, and so i want to point out that yeah there is a foundation and and it's not just a foundation it's not just a marketing campaign there's anyone who came here would realize quickly there's a lot of people a lot of really smart people working really hard to to make this a reality
0: um. Well, I mean, I, I think that's important. W- one question, and you know, I'll let you both answer. Um, I'll start with you, Felon, That people have asked me to sort of, okay, uh, you know, what does Ohio have to offer? I mean, why I'm why, um, coming to America? Why Ohio? And you've mentioned a lot of the um, a lot of the attributes of Ohio. Um, but you know, if you if you were going to tell somebody who's not sort of starting organically in Ohio. Um, and one of the questions that comes to me is what about taxes what about you know other you know kind of support that they can expect down the road what what would you sort of tell them about why you think o- ohio would be a worthwhile candidate as opposed to you know so sort of somewhere else
1: my answer would be the people who live here this is the most supportive community and when I say community meaning a statewide community. Uh we we've, we've got venture capitalists and entrepreneurs from all over the world that come and visit us and when each of them leave I ask what they thought about either the city or the state that they or the city that they visited or Ohio itself and they all really seem to have the same answer. Every meeting that they ended ended with an introduction to one or two more people that they've just got to meet next. You know, everyone is so supportive here. We've got in Columbus the second in the world and first in a major city, small business concierge that was appointed by the city of Columbus to simply assist people in starting a business. So, they're, you know, there, any red tape that they would need to go through, they can help them get from start to finish. And they have roundtable meetings that instead of you visiting, you know, six different departments trying to figure out what kind of permits you need or red tape you'll have to get through, everybody's sitting at the table at the same time to make sure that getting your business off the ground is a, is a, is a, good of an experience for you as it, as it can possibly be. So, mm-hmm. you know, and then and logistically, Ohio is located within 500 miles of 60% of the U.S. population and Canada. So just from a logistics standpoint, you can, mm. you're within a, dry, a day's drive of, of nearly anywhere you want to be when you consider Silicon Valley, you know, on the west coast, that's far. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, it's... It's far, it's far away from, from the rest of the country. So, you know, we're, we're located in a great spot. Ohio has the 25th largest economy in the entire world. You know, within our state, we've got a balanced budget, a surplus. You know, it's, it's business friendly. So, you know, I, I would say for all of those reasons, but number one for me would be the people. It would be the culture. It's affordable. The people who live here are, are still a little bit modest. It's hard to get people to brag about. Being from Ohio, that's just kind of that the <laughs> all shucks" Midwestern culture that we have. But the people who moved here from New York, from California, they can't stop talking about how amazing it is because it is amazing. We just, you yeah. know, we just don't tend to talk about it as much. But it's a fantastic just, place to live and, and meet friends and get involved in your community.
0: Having uh, too too much humility is rarely a a bad thing. Um but uh <laughs> having start, having started my career in, in new york i can I can attest to that. not that I don't love New York you know I don't want to tick off any of the New Yorkers out there, uh, many of whom are my family but um um nevertheless uh, i um that makes uh that makes a lot of sense and um uh, i curious, you said that you talked about this roundtable. I know one one thing that you know a lot of you know startups or emerging or accelerated businesses sometimes they have um frustration in that. You know they have a technology, but they need to either you know beta test it or they need to, you know, they just need to find the company with whom they can sort of talk to and 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 essentially get the seal of approval or whatever. And and it's sometimes hard to find that the right person with the right company. And so it sounds like Ohio um, has the organizations that can help make that happen. Is that is that what I'm hearing?
1: Absolutely. When you think in, in Columbus, Rev. one and 2020 do a great job of this. When we've got entrepreneurs in town interested in relocating their business or investors in town, they roll out the red carpet. You know, they, they line these meetings up for you. Cincinnati has a similar program through Centrifuge, a great organization in Cincinnati. They're trying to bring the entrepreneurs, you know, match entrepreneurs with the big companies, bring investors and entrepreneurs from all across the world to see how great Cincinnati is. We're doing the same in Columbus and we're doing the same in Cleveland. So there are a lot of great resources here, and it's, it's not hard to find them. If you ask one person, they're they're so friendly and open and, and want to continue to work together to build a better community, to build a better business environment. That It won't be tough to find once you get here, but in Columbus, Rev1 and 2020 are great places to start.
2: Yeah, and, and I'll I'll just I'll, I'll add to that the, the resources for entrepreneurs who want to move here from a from the standpoint of the professional services that are necessary but can be um, intimidating uh, from a cost standpoint. Resources like Columbus 2020, Rev 1, we run programs, um, they run programs that, that provide an expert network of service providers that are willing to provide these services for low or no rates um, initially and then at discounted rates for companies that want to move here so that they can address those important issues um, up front in a way that makes sense economically and doesn't overburden um, businesses at this stage. And those are are readily available, right? And it's like Fallon said, if you ask one person, they would direct you to the right place. If you have good technology and you can get into one of these programs, they'll line people up for you and and great people and talented people to take care of all the issues you're going to encounter and, and getting things getting things moving in the right direction.
0: Including introduction to the sort of prospective customers or vendors. Sure, you'll make great connections. Mm-hmm. Even
2: even once you're in those programs, everyone you meet your your lawyers and accountants, your business consultants, the business people that you'll be introduced to, the networks will grow exponentially. They'll they'll right. take off.
0: Right, I know that's what you do a lot as well. Um, right, sure. Uh, I, so, uh, Brett, uh, that all sounds great. I know sometimes people make decisions based on bottom line, can't, can't blame them for not necessarily, sort of from a legal and financial tax perspective, ha- how do you think Ohio, you know, sort of stands up to, to other parts of the, of the nation?
2: Uh, I, from a, I can talk more to a legal, from a legal standpoint mm-hmm. than anything else. Um, there's nothing legally in Ohio that would serve as a, as a meaningful detriment to locating here. Our corporate mm-hmm. law, is very well developed. It, it's very similar to and, and tracks substantially um, corporate law in Delaware and other places that are the, the gold standard as far as um, what people are comfortable with and familiar with, and what they look to for purposes of um, uh, certainty with respect to how things will work. What are what are what positions are courts going to courts going to take? What are the government's rules? What can we do? Ohio law doesn't. Serves as an impediment to that. And and frankly, a company here that wants to capitalize here doesn't even have to use Ohio law. I mean, it's going to be bound by Ohio laws in some regard, but you can form a company here. You can establish a company here and then choose to have it be formed legally in in Delaware, New York, or, or wherever else you need to form it. Or, or if there's a, if there is a jurisdiction that is preferred by, um, later financing partners who are willing to put a lot of money in, those sort of things can be handled legally. Later on. Um, so, from a standpoint of, of the law here and is it business friendly? It's absolutely business friendly. From a standpoint of tax, I will defer the tax conversation. My understanding and expectation is that Ohio is fine from a tax standpoint. From a business standpoint, I don't think it's it's um, there's any negative thing from a tax standpoint that sticks out. Fallon may know better than I, but I am not the. Uh, I'm not a tax attorney. I have guys here I defer to on those questions, but I can tell you it's never been a significant issue in any discussions with someone we've had about moving here. Uh, the tax programs mm-hmm. haven't come up, but, Alan, I don't know. What do you think about that? Do you disagree or think there's more of that story that I'm missing since it's not my area of focus?
1: No, I agree completely. It's not my area of focus either, so I can only speak to this on a broad spectrum that I don't hear people complain about it, so I assume it's fine. But <laughs>
0: well, it's not
2: something I take a deep dive on. Right, <laughs> exactly right. If I if I had something that people were complaining about all the time, we'd be talking about it right now, and I'd be <laughs> complaining about it myself. Right? Gotcha. So. Well, and and I
0: and I think uh, from from what I can gather, though, Ohio is a pretty business-friendly and progressive, you know, business progressive um, reputation, and I don't think you would get um, that. Kind of reputation if you were a high tax state. So, but again, that's I'm not even a corporate guy, so it's really out of my um, expertise. So I'm not going to uh, venture any more on that.
2: Um, From a (laughs) governance standpoint, too, we this it's actively business friendly, right? I mean, I'm former secretary of the Iowa State Corporation uh, Corporate Law Section, and I can tell you that you know issues like the business courts and things of those nature that have been promoted and discussed for years to try to streamline and make Ohio as business friendly as possible. So to the extent there are issues and people raise them and bring them up, they're they're not ignored and the, the state and the, the legal system the state, you know, focuses on those, takes seriously complaints and concerns and, and works to address them. Yeah. No. Yeah. That 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 makes sense and,
0: you know, again, sort of jives with its general reputation as well. Um well I any any Sort of final thoughts, uh, Fallon, on you know what people um, should know about kind of the ecosystem in in Ohio, or you know, um, do you want to let people know how they can contact you if they you know have any other questions or just want to chat?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would I would first check out our website VentureOhio.org. dot um, org. Not a whole lot on there, but the venture report is on <laughs> there, and we put a we put a lot of love into this report. It was. Um, eye opening to me, I was at an event in Silicon Valley a few months ago and there were a bunch of people like me running around saying, you know, Ohio's Ohio's the best, you know, relocate to Ohio, Michigan's the best, <laughs> Illinois's the best. And uh, you know, I, I spoke to an investor from outside of the country who said, you know, to be honest, I'm I'm really bored with this conversation. You guys all look the same to me. You know, every we know that the future is the Midwest, we know that. But I don't see any difference on paper between Ohio and Illinois and Michigan and And then then it dawned on me that what out-of-state, out-of-country investors are interested in is what's their experience going to be like once they get here? If all things look equal on paper and I'm going to make an investment into a city or a state, that means I'm going to spend a lot of time there. So do I want to hang out in Columbus, Ohio, or do I want to hang out in Omaha, Nebraska? And and to that extent, I'll say Ohio is just a really great place to to live, to work, to play. And you just, I really would encourage anyone who's interested at all to come get on a plane and and come visit us. I'd be happy to coordinate their visit while they're here, ensure that they're able to to meet the right people while they're on their trip. We actually have an event coming up on September 8th. It's a statewide awards ceremony. It's the annual Venture Ohio Gala. And the investors, the, the managing partners from every venture capital fund in Ohio will be there. A lot of great entrepreneurs there, and it's just a really great way to, to take a look and see how well organized we are, which, outside of culture, I think is one thing that makes our entrepreneurial ecosystem really stand out. We're all friends. We all work well together. We all hang out. Um, and we're all more than willing to point you in the right direction and make sure that your time here is successful.
0: No, That all sounds great. Um, Brad, any sort of final thoughts or how people can get a hold of you if they have any questions?
2: Yeah, sure. The uh, best way to reach me is probably by email, which is B Thornton B T H O R N T O N at Porterite, P O R T E R W R I G H T dot com. Um, and I sort of echo what Fallon said. I don't have the experience traveling the country and getting the input from uh both international and I assume national investors, uh but to the extent we can impress upon persons that if they come to Ohio, they'll have a great experience. It's a great place to live. It's convenient. It's located, you know, as we've discussed, to most of the country, and it's got a positive business environment, a lot of resources, and, and uh, I believe, and I have for some time, a lot of momentum in the emerging business and, and venture business space.
1: Excellent.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you both. This has been incredibly, um uh, in, you know, informative and, um, and fun. Um, it is a um, obviously a great space to be in, and it is a, a great time to be in that space. And, uh, Fallon, thank you for your time. Brett, thank you. Um, this is uh, Jay Levine, um, the editor of Antitrust Law Source, and uh, have a great day.
1: Porter Wright Morrison-Arthur LLP offers this content for informational purposes only as a service for our clients and friends. This content is not intended
0: as legal advice for any purpose and you should not consider it as such. All rights reserved.